In this episode, we talk about how to find your passion. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change. another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and it can get frustrating when people tell you to follow your passion. You've probably heard this a lot. Follow your dream. Do what you love. What are you waiting for? Time is running out. If that sounds familiar to you, I've got some good news. It's all bullshit. Excuse my language. Should have probably given a warning there. What if you don't know what your passion is? What if you outgrow your passion one day? After all, if you're doing this whole life thing right, you should be growing and changing pretty regularly. So it wouldn't be surprising to see a shift in passion. The truth is that interests, passion, they're built, not found. Passion is a process of discovery. It's not something you're born with, and it's not something that is permanent. There needs to be an exploration phase where you try new things while paying attention to how they make you feel, regardless if that feeling is positive or negative. And at some point during this discovery stage, you find your interest, you find your passion, and you're able to refine your actions accordingly. Now, that point may not happen immediately. That point may not happen for a very long time. But until it happens, you keep exploring. The process is never ending. And as you grow, honestly, so will your interests. It's up to you what you choose to focus on in this journey of self-discovery that we're all on. But one thing should always be the guiding force behind your direction. And that is yourself. A strong connection to you your ideals, your values, and what matters to you. But that doesn't come easy. That is a process of experimentation, of exploration, and of, quite honestly, to use a very cliche phrase, finding yourself. But it's not all left to chance. There are some things you can do to help improve the likelihood of finding those interests. But before we jump into the rest of this process, before I share what those things are, did you know that I do weekly interviews on this podcast? Yeah, seriously. Every week, I sit down with an amazing expert to discuss topics like how mindfulness might be sabotaging your success, how to start meditating, how to start investing for your future, and what to do if you hate your job. Access to all of these interviews is possible right now by becoming a paid subscriber. Membership is only $5 a month and will give you immediate access to all the members-only episodes that have already been published and all of the future episodes to come. And there are some good ones. Plus, becoming a member is a great way to support the podcast and help me continue producing content that you'll love. To learn more or to sign up, go to www.tlbc.co slash join or click the link in the description of this episode. 
The first step is to recognize the types of things you like and dislike. Writing them down in a list will help compare each type so you can find your best match. And it's important here to remember to be honest with yourself, even if it means being honestly a little bit raw, a little bit in your face, a little bit hurtful maybe. It's better to face the reality of a situation than it is to sugarcoat it and end up worse off in the long run because you never actually dealt with it. Also, you need to take into consideration where you are in life and what you want from your career or your situation or whatever it is you're trying to apply this to. Don't paint an untrue picture of who you are by adding things that don't align with how you feel to your likes and dislikes list. Just because you are currently in a particular career or just because you've followed a particular path thus far or just because you're good at something, just because you're talented at something doesn't mean you have to like it. The goal at the end of this list is to create a as accurate as possible, create a representation of who you really are, what it is you like, what it is you dislike. And the more honest you can be, the more likely you are to hit that balance where you are accurately representing who you are. You're accurately representing what it is that's important to you. And you're accurately giving yourself the opportunity to move on to that next step and start exploring some of the things that you like. So be honest here. Allow yourself the opportunity that comes from this list. Don't shortchange it. Now, after you've written down what it is you like doing, you need to start learning as much as possible about each of the things on that interest list. This could mean reading a lot of books and articles on that subject. It could mean watching documentaries or YouTube videos. It could mean taking online classes in different fields using resources like Skillshare, Coursera, or Udemy. It also may be worth at this stage speaking with people who share similar interests or people who are already doing the things that you're interested in. Because they might be able to point things out that you've never even considered since they have more context than you. Or maybe they've already done the research and you can piggyback off of what they've learned instead of starting from scratch. All of these things help you to better understand what each of the items on your list are really about. And that's what the goal is at this stage. We aren't trying to find our passion. We aren't trying to find our interests. We're simply looking at this list of things that we know we like. We know we we're curious about. We might have a, a passing fantasy about. We're trying to take that list and learn enough about each of the things on there to be able to decide, do we want to go deeper? Are we still curious? There's so many things out there that I'm curious about. But as soon as I start learning just a little bit, I satisfy that curiosity. I don't need to go deeper. I don't actually care enough to go deeper. I just wanted to know this, this part of it. And now that I know that, cool, let me move on to the next thing. And that's fine. That, that's a perfectly good way to approach things. It just means that that's not a topic I'm necessarily passionate about. I might have been curious about it. I might have been interested in it, but I'm not necessarily passionate about it. The things that I do end up going deeper on, that gives me the opportunity to recognize, hey, maybe there's something here in these areas, these five things 
that I was curious about, but now I'm still learning more of, maybe, maybe there's something there. Maybe there's a little bit more interest than I realized. Maybe there is the beginnings of a passion. By learning as much about each of the things on your list as you can, you start to recognize whether or not there is truly passion there or just passing curiosity. Now, so far, you've built a list of things that you like and dislike. You've started to learn a bit more about each of the items on that list. Now, what this is going to do for you is it's going to help you narrow things down from what was once a very large list of potentials to uh, something that you've tried and, and gained some experience with and now are able to accurately decide, do you want to go deeper or not? That's going to narrow the list down by a lot, quite honestly. So that's a good place to start. But the next thing you can do is to reach out to the people around you. Oftentimes, the people that we spend our time with, the people that love us, the people that we relate the most to, they're the ones who are able to clearly see us. They're the ones who are able to clearly see the, the person that we really are, the person that we sometimes lie to ourselves about. They can see it. And so going to those people, presenting them with that list that can do one of two things. It can either reaffirm that something on that list is right for you because they know it. They know that you've been passionate about it. They know that you've been uh, venting about this thing for weeks. They know that you found this thing randomly one morning at 2 a.m. and you haven't been able to shut up about it since. They know these things because they're there with you. They're experiencing it even more deeply than you are because you're the one going through it. They can so clearly see it because they're looking from outside. So they're either going to reaffirm that something on that list is the right direction for you to go in, at least for right now, or they're going to bring something else up that you maybe didn't even consider, something that isn't even on your list right now. That's the beauty of reaching out to the people around you, the people who know you best. So that is the third step of this process. Once you've narrowed down that list, once you know what you like and dislike and you've gone through and you've, you've learned about the things that you like and you've narrowed that down to the things that you're still curious about, now you can bring that list to a friend, family member, coworker, someone who would know you and ask their opinion. What do they think of you doing this thing? Do they think this is something that you would be interested in? And ask them to give an honest opinion. It honestly can create so much context. It's worth exploring it as in depth as they'll allow you to go. And then finally, and this is the last piece. At the end of the day, you need to try things. It's good to make your list. It's good to do the research and learn about the things on that list. It's good to drill that down to a smaller list by leaning on the people around you and asking for their advice. But you can't truly know until you give it a shot. And similarly, you can't ever be sure of what you dislike, of what you're not passionate about, until you give it a shot. There's so many things in my life that I just always believed I disliked. I always believed I hated. I always believed just wasn't me. And now I love it. Running is one of those things. I love running. 
two years ago, not even a year and a half ago, that sentence would have been absurd for me to say. Now, part of that is that I've changed. I've grown. I've developed as a person. But another part of it is that I actually tried it, actually gave it the right amount of time, the right amount of energy, the right amount of focus to be able to gain the benefits from it. I gave that experience a shot. And as a result, I discovered something new that I'm interested in, something new that I'm passionate about. That's what you have to do at the end of the day. So you can make your list and I recommend you do. You can research and learn about the things on that list and I recommend that you do. And you can reach out to the people around you. And again, I recommend that you do. But I also recommend that you do, that you do the thing, you try it and then make up your mind. That's all I've got for today's episode. Thank you so much for being here. I want to remind you before you go that you can get access to weekly interviews with incredible, incredible experts and authors and uh, PhD people and, and all kinds of people from all walks of life who have an enormous amount of knowledge and wealth to bring to you. You can get access to those interviews every week. It's $5 a month. All you have to do is go to tlbc.co slash join or click the link in the description of this episode. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you more than you know. I hope I have helped on your journey to self-improvement. And if not, then I want to help. So just let me know what you need. Find me on Instagram at Tiny Leaps or on Twitter at Tiny Leaps. Reach out to me. Let me know what you need, what you want to hear on this show, what topics I should cover, what, what questions you have, what you're concerned about. Just let me know. Talk to me. I love you. Thank you for being here. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.